0: Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately. I will do this every single week. Today, I had a moment of clarity during a phone conversation with a coaching friend of mine. We talked about different aspects of my business, and we talked about some ideas for a coaching program that I'll be putting together very shortly. Basically, it involves helping business people write their books quickly and easily so they can get their message out into the marketplace. Being very clear about your purpose and mission can bring tremendous peace of mind. Very often, when we feel confused or out of sorts, it has a lot to do with not being completely clear about who you are or what you really want out of life. So once you figure out what you and only you can do to make a difference in the world, things start to flow and the universe will start to conspire to bring that outcome to your life. And if you want to learn more about how I can help you get your book written, message me at my Facebook page, Success Profiles Radio, and we can certainly talk about it. With this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest, and my guest this week is Dr. Will Morland. He's been on my show before, and he's got a brand new book that we're going to talk about today. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Will Marlin's journey didn't have the beginnings that one would associate with a champion. He had a father that was in jail, his mom was a single mother of two, and then lived in what was considered the worst city in America. Throw in some low self-esteem, a speech impediment, and a sense of hopelessness, and you will have the beginning of Will's journey. He grew up in Compton, California, at a time where drugs, gang violence, and murder rates were at an all-time high. And Dr. Will made a critical choice in his life. He wasn't going to let his start determine his finish. And over the last two decades, he studied and implemented the tools, habits, and mental perspective it takes for anyone to succeed in life. He has read over 1,500 books on the subject, listened to countless audios and video recordings, and he's also been mentored by some of the most respected people in the area of professional development and business development. Dr. Will is one of the most requested speakers under the age of 40 in America, He's the author of over 20 books, including his new book, Copycat Millionaire. He is constantly recognized for his leadership, community, and business contributions. And recently, Dr. Will has been nominated as a Phoenix Business Journal 40 Under 40, a top small business influencer, and a top thought leader for 2013. He's the founder of Will Moreland International, the number one company for leadership, life training material with an urban perspective for development. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. And with all that in mind, here is my guest returning once again, Dr. Will Moreland. Hello, Will. How are you?
2: Brian, I am doing absolutely fantastic, man. Thank you for having me back.
1: You're welcome. We had a really great show last time. I think it was about a year ago. So if anyone did not hear that show, you can go to successprofilesradio.com. You can look up the archives. And you can find that show. You can also go to iTunes, look up Success Profiles Radio. You can download and subscribe my show to my show on iTunes for free. How does it get any better than that? So here we are, Dr. Will. Once again, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here. And as you know, the first thing I ask everybody is tell us about your background and your backstory. It certainly was adventurous for you, wasn't it?
2: It was. You know, you mentioned a lot of it in the bio, but... You know, I was thinking back as you was reading and uh, just reflecting on the journey that I've taken so far. And it truly is a blessing to end up where I am right now. I tell people all the time when they ask me this question, you know, how did I get from Compton, California to where I am today? And I always say it is the result. Of A lot of prayers from people like my grandmother and my mother and so many friends and then great mentors and just a dedication to learning and wanting to get better. And so growing up in Compton, California, it was tough. It was rough. But. As you said in my bio, I had to make a conscious decision that I wasn't going to let my start determine my finish. And so I just got real busy on improving myself. You know, one of uh, my uh, mentors, Jim Rome, used to always say, if you improve yourself, you'll improve your life. And if you build up your skills, you'll build up your life. And so that's what I started to do, Brian.
1: That's really great. Now, you ended up being in the Army. Was that Something you always aspired to, or were there some choices that led you in that direction?
2: Oh, no, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I got into some trouble. And, and that was real easy to do growing up in Compton, California, when you're just surrounded by so much activity. So I ended up getting up in trouble and I was in front of a judge and he said, he said, Will, you're headed in the wrong direction, but I'm going to I'm going to help you out here. I'm going to give you an opportunity. And he said to me that day, Brian, he said, you could either spend some time in one of our nice facilities here in California or you can do something with your life. And go to the United States Army. And so I wasn't the smartest cookie in the package. But I said, Army or jail? Hmm. Hmm. I think I'll go with the Army. But it turned out, Brian, and many times, just like in life, decisions that you make that you don't know is going to have such a valuable impact on you. The Army was one of the best, I can't even call it a choice, but one of the best opportunities that was, that was put in front of me that I took advantage of.
1: Fantastic. What would you say one of the greatest lessons that you learned in the Army would be?
2: You know, I had a leader who really took a liking to me, and he began to mentor me really my first year in the Army. And what he taught me indirectly was that your success was predicated on relationships. And what he showed me, he was a leader. And if any of our listeners are listening and are familiar with the Army, you know what a Sergeant Major is. This Sergeant Major, Sergeant Major Babs, he was the senior enlisted guy on the post. And he took a liking to me and started to mentor me. And I, wa- I watched him as he would go around the post and he would talk to everyone, and he knew something about everyone, Brian. And I asked him one day, I said, Sergeant Major, why do you know all this about everybody? And he said, Will, as a leader, that's my job, to know my individuals. And that just had a profound impact on me that day.
1: Wow. Because there are a lot of people in leadership positions that really don't care about the people on their team. But boy, when you Take the time to get to know something about everybody in your team. It gives you instant credibility with that team, doesn't it?
2: It really does, Brian. You know, one of uh, the projects that I'm working on now is a curriculum for leadership. And one of the principles that I learned in the military is that leaders eat last. And uh, what that means is you always put others before yourself. And so when I joined the military, that was one of the first things that they taught me when I got one of my first leadership positions was that you always take care of those that are on your team. You always put their needs in front of yours. And so that's a valuable lesson that I picked up from the military. Leaders eat last. Wow. Leaders lead last. Is that what you said? Leaders eat, E-A-T, last. Oh, they
1: eat last. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. That's fantastic. And of course, you know, success is a team sport and you learn that in the military as well, I'm sure.
2: Of course, you know, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to two um, war situations and to make it back and to lead individuals into war. And thankfully enough, everyone that was with me, we came back. But you cannot have success without the aspect of team, uh, a team concept. And one of the initial things that the Army does is they give you a battle buddy. And one of the unique things about this, Brian, is you don't know this individual. You're just meeting this individual, but you have to trust this individual at the speed of light. You don't get to determine if you like them, if you don't like them. They throw you in a foxhole and they say, protect each other's back. And so that was another valuable lesson I learned in the military um, about working as a team. You don't have time for all these disagreements. The mission has to take uh, permanence and um, and you just move forward.
1: Wow, that's great. So how has some of these lessons, how have some of these lessons influenced you in your business life?
2: Well, definitely coming into the military, I would have to say that I was an individual that lacked discipline Um, I like vision and I like maturity. And when I joined the military, they do a fantastic job in helping you in the areas of discipline and things like that. And so what I've always tried to do is remember all those lessons that I learned in the military about being disciplined, about being on time, about leading from the front and leading from the heart and leaders, as I said earlier, leaders eat last, but knowing that you can't accomplish anything without working with a team, not anything great or anything significant. And so in the military, we had so many moving parts, but you needed everyone. You needed the person that worked in supply. You needed the person that worked in the dining facility. You needed the person that worked in HR. You needed the infantry guys. So no one was more important than the other person. No one was more significant than the other person. Everybody played a part. And that's one of the things that I've taken into my business. And that's what I try to teach other entrepreneurs, value your team, empower your team and lead your team.
1: That's great. We've got under two minutes to our first break. So let me just ask you this before we move in, before we start talking about your book, how do you choose team leaders? What is your criteria? What does that person have to be to fit into your team?
2: You know, I always say that everyone's a leader. It just depends on what type of leader do you want to be. And so when I'm looking for a leader, uh, Brian, they they are already leading at an exceptional pace. They're already doing things that show you that they're a leader. A lot of times we, we pick people and we think that, okay, we'll pick them and then we'll kind of develop them into better leaders. But I believe that uh, great leaders all already show those traits, and you just put them in an environment that's going to exploit those traits even further.
1: That's great. We've got just under 30 seconds for our first break. My very special guest this week, returning to the show, is Dr. Will Moreland. We will be talking about his book, The Copycat Millionaire 21 Laws to so Becoming a Millionaire. We'll be spending the rest of the show talking about that and how we can richly impact our lives and the lives of other people around us. We will come right back. This is Sex Pro- Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. We will be right back on the other side. Stay with us.
0: The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles
3: Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? Smartguy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com.
4: Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution.
0: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland. His new book is called Copycat Millionaire. The 21 Laws to Becoming a Millionaire. So we're going to talk about uh, how to have a wealthier life. So tell us a little bit about where the inspiration for this book came from, Will.
2: So, you know, for the last actually uh, 10 to 12 years, I've really been engrossed in studying the idea of success and personal development and, and wealth creation. And four years ago, I really took a very in-depth study at just the area of financial wealth. And I, I noticed that I had read a lot of books on the subject. I'd had the opportunity to speak and interview uh, several individuals. And I said, you know what, I'm going to combine all this information, take all this information and hopefully put it in a simplistic way. Uh, Format put in a book that a lot of other people could get the wisdom that I was able to obtain from these individuals. And one of the things that I realized, uh, Brian, is that, you know, a lot of people probably don't read as much as you and I do, or they don't have the time they feel to read, you know, all the books that we read. And so one of the things I do when I write books, I try to write simplified books that pretty much anybody can pick up, and read and gain some knowledge and so from this book what I did was I combined all the uh, information from the millionaire next door rich dad poor dad thinking grow rich as a man think if the millionaire mindset all these great books and all these great interviews and I tried to put them in a, a simplified format that people could just pick up and read and get all this wisdom
1: Wow that's fantastic so to write a book like this, you of course, you have to distill a lot of knowledge from a lot of different sources and, of course, live, live the, the talk. You know, not just walk the talk, but walk the walk as well, which I know you do. So there are 21 things in this book. Of course, we are not going to have time to get through all 21 of these. We'll talk about probably seven of them today. But while I'm thinking about this, Dr. Will, tell us where we can find this book and how we can connect with you. And I'll give you this opportunity several more times during the hour.
2: Well, great. So we're in the final stages of completing the book and it'll be coming out real soon. But to keep up with me, please go to www.drwillspeaks.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L speaks.com. And you'll get all the information about the book and you can even sign up for our monthly newsletter and you'll be first to know when the book actually comes out. Great. Can people
1: pre-order it yet, or is there going to be a big launch that you're planning?
2: The pre-order is scheduled to start in October, so they will have that opportunity. Thank you.
1: You're very welcome. So let's talk about one of these. Uh, Serve, add massive value to the marketplace. And of course, that is absolutely critical. I know there are people out there running businesses where their primary goal is to make a lot of money, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. However, if it is not coming from a place of serving and helping other people, it really means almost nothing. So tell us more about that aspect of building wealth.
2: Right. And so when we look at serve, just like you said, we can take that word and go in so many different directions. But in the book, one of the things that I talk about is from these individuals that I've been able to be mentored by, Service was one of the things that all of them talked about, no matter what they were doing, whether they had a product, a service, um, they were running a business. They all talked about serving the greater good for mankind. And one of the things that you'll find out, Brian, is that when you serve and when you serve in a massive way, I'll give you an example. Bill Gates had an idea and he had a dream. If you studied Bill Gates, one of his initial goals was, that was to have a computer in the home of everybody around the world. So think about that. He had a product, but he said he not only wanted to serve this product to people in America, not only wanted to serve this product to people in his community, but he wanted to serve the world with this product. And so when we're talking about building wealth, you start asking yourself, how many people – Can I impact how many people can I serve with this product? And do I have the most effective system to do that? When we look at McDonald's and I've studied McDonald's, they have a process and they'll tell you they serve a billion people a day. They serve. And so service is at the foundation of creating massive wealth.
1: Yeah, that's really great and do you make a distinction between simply adding value and adding massive value i mean how how far does one have to go in order to be considered giving massive value to the marketplace
2: so a lot of times when i work with my clients a lot of times they come to me and they have a great product they have a great service but they don't have a business component around it and so specifically for this book we're talking about income and we're talking about earning income. And so many times, Brian, you'll have someone who says, I love baking cakes. I love baking. I bake cookies all the time. I take them down to, you know, maybe the local convalescent home and I just serve in that way. But they also are frustrated because they're not making a living by it. And so that's one aspect of serving. But the serving that I talk about in the book is when you Put a business component around what you do. Um, one of the examples I use is Miss Fields Cookies. She was yeah. making cookies. Everyone loved her cookies, but to earn income from her cookies, she had to put a business model around it. And so now you see Miss Fields in every mall, every airport, and literally around the world. And so that was massive value to the marketplace.
1: Yeah, great. So let's talk about some specific examples. Um, whether it's examples of some of your clients specifically or examples that you can just think of where if you have a business, you can practice this idea of providing massive value to a customer base.
2: Right. So what I do with even my own company and my clients, I one of the things I ask them is how can we serve more effectively and efficiently and how can we reach more people Um, If if there's authors and speakers and consultants that are listening to this interview, think about the world wide web. Are you using the world wide web in the most effective way? Brian, you and I are doing this interview and we're using Skype. So you're in one location. I'm in another location. And we're using this medium to come together and impact. Millions maybe around the world. We haven't limited this uh, broadcast to just individuals in Arizona. You've chosen a medium that's going to get this broadcast out to millions. And so what I ask clients all the time is with your product, with your service, are you using all the tools that are available to you to reach more? You know, I write books. One of the reasons why I use books is because books allows me to get my ideas to more people than in a one-on-one or even in a conference. And so books allow me to reach more people and it allows me to continue the message to more people around the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Let's move to another topic, because we've got a few minutes left to our next break. Let's talk about building strategic partnerships. What does that mean, and why is that important?
2: So when we talk about strategic partnerships, and I want the listening audience to hear what I'm saying, not just partnerships, but strategic partnerships. Many times we partner with people, but They're not the partnerships that are going to move our business to the next level. And so as I was interviewing um, many of uh, these millionaires and billionaires, one of the things that they taught me was that their business and their idea went to the next level of profitability because they had strategic partnerships. You know, when I look at my own consultant company, we were able to lock in some massive um, opportunities because we partnered with consulting companies that were a little bit larger than ours that could help us and support us. We're getting some of the contracts that um, at the time we we probably weren't um, ready for, but because of their backing, uh, the companies hired us because they knew we had this strategic partnership with this other company. And so um, for any business out there, any entrepreneur out there looking for those strategic partnerships that are going to allow you to expand your business is going to be really key, Brian.
1: Absolutely. So let's talk about how one goes about doing that.
2: So one of the things that you have to do is make sure that whatever level you are at in your business, that You're the best at that level. You become really attractive to larger companies and strategic partners when you become the subject matter expert in your area where you can add, once again, value to the partnership. So before you go out and try to get this strategic partnership, let's see and let's assess what value you're already bringing to the marketplace and how is it going to be beneficial to this company, to this other individual to partner with you? You know, once again, we're on this radio program and hopefully we are partnered because you believe I can bring value to your audience. And I believe that That being on your show can open me to more people.
1: Exactly. And I love what you just said, because when you are looking to align with someone, it is incumbent upon you to show them how they will benefit from working with you. People will automatically assume that you want something out of the deal, but they will not partner with you if they don't feel like they're getting value from it as well. Correct?
2: That is Exactly right. And you should be able to communicate the value that you're going to bring to the partnership.
1: Exactly. We've got less than a minute to our next break. And so let me just ask you this quick question. The the interests of the partner or the partnering organization that you're working with have to overlap somehow. I mean, if, if you were providing consulting, you wouldn't necessarily want to partner with, say, an engineering firm unless you were specifically working in that industry. I mean, there, there right. has to be some kind of com- complementary uh, uh, interest, right?
2: And there, there's, once again, strategic. So you want to be strategic. Once again, I wouldn't go partner with an engineering firm because we do two different things. But I I uh, partnered up with another massive leadership consultant company. And so um, it, it was a marriage made in heaven because we complement each other.
1: That's fantastic. And we are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland returning to the show. His book is called Copycat Millionaire, The 21 Laws of Becoming a Millionaire. We will be right back after the break. Please stay with us.
4: Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com.
3: People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central.
0: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Morland. He is the author of the book, Copycat Millionaire, The 21 Laws of Becoming a Millionaire. And if you want to call in and talk to him, or ask a question about our topic, that is 8664046519. Once again, that's 8664046519. So far, we have talked about providing massive value to the marketplace. We've also talked about forming strategic partnerships. Let me ask you about mindset mastery, mindset mastery, because it is so important that we really harness what's going on in our minds because our, our thoughts lead to our beliefs, which lead to our actions, as I'm sure you all know. So talk to us about the importance of mastering what's going on inside our heads.
2: So when you, when you look at this idea of mind set mastery, your mind has to be set, and you have to become the master of that set mind. And so what I found out in all my reading of, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Millionaire Next Door... Think and Grow Rich. And all the wonderful books that I've read and all the people that I've interviewed, they really understood the power of the mind and how their thoughts um, played into their success. You know, we're going to have... 80,000 thoughts um, come through our, our minds a day. And if you don't get control of those thoughts, you'll, you know, the parable says you'll be tossed to and fro. And so what I found out with these individuals, they had a, I mean, a pinpoint focus and their minds were made up on what they wanted out of life. And they knew how they wanted to serve, but it became for them, a practice. It wasn't something that happened automatically. Um, what you'll find out in the book is that these individuals are massive learners. They they seek out you know wisdom. They seek out knowledge, and they're always trying to develop themselves and develop their minds so they can really master their mind. And when you do that, Brian, uh, you take an individual like me that came out of Compton, California who was not, you know, raised on what they would consider the good side of the track. But I'm proof text that if you master your mindset, that you change your choices in life, which changes your decisions, which changes your actions, which changes your results, you'll end up with a different type of life.
1: Absolutely. And I would also add to that and say that it is nearly impossible to succeed beyond your ability to believe it in the first place. right?
2: Yeah. You you know, you you cannot rise above your thinking. And I tell people that all the time. You cannot rise above your thinking. But if you want to go higher, you have to raise your thinking. And the way you raise your thinking is doing what they're doing right now, listening to shows like Success Profiles Radio, reading the books, getting in. Uh, environments that are going to challenge them, getting in environments that's going to stretch them, putting themselves in environments that's going to help them reach for more. You know, if you don't know it exists, you can never reach for it. If you don't know it exists, you'll never aspire for it. And so for me personally, in my own life, the more I open myself to these new environments and these successful individuals, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you only know what you know, and so I always use the example. Um, you know, what's your favorite ice cream? And you've probably made that decision based upon the five or seven different ice creams you tasted. But if I opened you up and, 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 and provided you with a different flavor, a hundred different flavors of ice cream, your favorite ice cream may change. And so never limit yourself to your own experiences. Get out there and explore and you might find out that you want something else out of life.
1: That's wonderful. It's all about trying something new. Because you didn't know you liked chocolate ice cream first unless you tried it. I mean, you had to try it the first time.
2: Sometime. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny because I tell people this all the time. Get out there and try something new. Go meet new people or go to a new place. And they'll say something like, well, I don't know anyone there. Well, you didn't know who you know now until you met them. So go out there and meet a new group of people. Go get some new experiences. Try something new. Try something different. And as you stretch yourself, you'll find out that this is a wonderful place. This is a wonderful world. And uh, you'll open up yourself to a whole new world of possibilities.
1: That's great. That's really wonderful. So, Dr. Will, let's move on to another one, creating success systems. And all successful people – as you say in your book, have created a system, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean automating your business? Does that mean having a set procedure for everything? What is exactly uh, creating a system for you?
2: It means all of that, Brian. You know, um, your daily habits have to, you know, I always say that success is a science, it's a system. And so once you understand that, when I interviewed these millionaires and billionaires, you know, They woke up at a certain time. They had certain daily habits that they did. You know, I teach my clients about revenue generating activities. Are you engaged in revenue generating activities or are you just on the treadmill? And what I call the treadmill is, you know, there are people that are running in place, they're sweating, their legs hurt, but at the end of that time on the treadmill, they're in the same place. And that sadly is what's happening to a lot of people um, with their systems. Everybody has a system. System, You know, there's a person who gets home, lays on the couch, watches four hours of uh, TV, uh, drinks a beer, goes to sleep, wakes up, goes back to work, comes back home, lays on the couch, drinks a beer. You know, that's a system, but it's not a system of success. And so you have to create these success systems. One of the examples that I use is Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker has a system for baking a cake. And that company is so confident in that system that they put it in a box, they put it on shelves all over the world, and they say if you just follow. This system, you'll have what you see on the front of this box, this picture. And that's what the book is about, Copycat Millionaire. It's about following the success system of those that have already obtained what you're trying to um, achieve. It's no sense of reinventing the wheel. Just copy what has already been done.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people might be intimidated by the idea of creating a system. And I love the idea that you share that you just copy what other people are doing. Uh, would would you, and I'm sure you would probably say yes to this, but would you advocate finding people in your own industry that are succeeding and maybe talking to them about what they're doing and how they're doing it and why they're doing it?
2: So here's the here's the problem that we have, Brian. We, for, Especially for those of us who grew up in America, we're in a system where copying is frowned upon, right? When you're in school, put your eyes on your own paper, no cheating, you know, we say copycats are cheaters and things like that. But what I found out about success, that is the whole idea of being mentored, right? That's the whole idea of having a coach is to copy their success, to copy their ideas. And so what I found out was that I had been educated in uh, looking negatively about copying someone. You know what? I don't want them to think I'm copying them. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it the way they're doing it. But our uniqueness, Brian, comes from our individuality. And so even though you and I per se are both authors and we could even talk about the same thing. Our uniqueness of stories is what's going to make the difference. But as it relates to publishing a book the most successful way, if you're doing it better than me, I'm going to say, Brian, how are you doing that so I can copy that system? Right.
1: Exactly. And I think there's a piece of the pie for everybody. Anyone who thinks that there's their piece and their piece only, no. I think the pie is big enough for all of us. Don't you agree?
2: Oh, Brian, you know, I try to get my clients to realize because that's one of the obstacles that they have to get over. You know, somebody else makes a pie. Somebody else does this. Somebody else does that. Well, here's the thing about your uniqueness. This is what I tell everybody. There is so much abundance in this world. And the thing about the universe, the universe will keep expanding to accommodate you, meaning the universe is never going to run out of abundance for you. You know, if if you come up with an idea, Brian, there are going to be people who come up with billion-dollar ideas this year, and the universe is going to provide them that billion dollars. You know, as much as we talk about the recession and we talk about the deficit and all that kind of stuff, if you pick up a Forbes in about a few more months, you're going to find out, well, 50 more people became billionaires this year. Why? Because the universe will expand to your brilliance. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The
1: universe will expand your brilliance. Write that down, everybody. The universe will expand your brilliance. I love that. That is epic. It's awesome. Let's move on to our next subject. We could t- we could go on forever. So right. let's talk about leveraging your strengths. Sometimes people don't really realize what they're good at or they, and I, they, I was referencing a conversation with a coaching friend of mine that I had earlier today, and I was telling him, I said, sometimes I don't see completely see the value that I bring to the world. I have a pretty good idea, but I, I sometimes don't feel crystal, crystal, crystal clear about it. But you have to know what you're good at, and you have to know what you bring to the world. But then the next big step is to leverage that, so let's talk about leveraging.
2: Right. So when you, you know, in my other book that we talked about on your show, Genius Potential, that's one of the things we talk about, never minimizing your genius. Each of us have a uniqueness. The sad thing is, Brian, we do minimize it because usually it comes natural to you. And that's what genius potential is about. It's about that natural ability that each of us have. But the fact that it comes so natural, you'll minimize it and you'll say, well, everybody can do this. But Brian, this format that you have, this, I mean, you have an an archive of over a hundred shows that you've Interviewed successful people, and what you've done is released this genius to the world. Every Mm -hmm. what you're doing right now to ask the right questions and to reach out to these individuals, so you can bless the rest of us. My God, that's you know a talent. But what did you have to do? You had to leverage this strength we talked about it earlier about putting it in this medium so it could get to more people you've partnered with other people and now you have a production team so you do what you do but you realize you can't do it by yourself so you've partnered strategically with producers and 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 other radio stations to leverage your strength which is communication and that's the yeah. beauty of leveraging your strength
1: absolutely and we are almost done with this segment. We are about 15 seconds away from our final break of the hour. I cannot believe how quickly this show goes. I'm talking with Dr. Will <laughs> Mullen. His book is called Copy 10, the 21 Laws of Becoming a Millionaire. We've talked about uh, creating success systems. We've talked about leveraging your strengths. And we also talked about mindset mastery. We'll talk about a couple more of these items when we come back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us and do not go away.
0: The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles
4: Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand?
3: Goals, objectives, business and action plans, how important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carroza can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carroza, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought
0: we're out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And hey,
1: we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland. His book is called... The Copycat Millionaire, the 21 Laws to Becoming a Millionaire. And while I'm thinking about this, Dr. Will, tell us once again where we can find the book. How can we pre order this? Because I don't think it's out yet, right?
2: No. So pre orders are going to start in October. Please go to my website, www.drwillspeaks.com and sign up for my newsletter. We don't spam you. We don't give you any junk. It's all content. So please uh, sign up for it and you can stay abreast of when the book is going to come out for pre-order and when it eventually drops.
1: Sounds fantastic. So let's talk about another one of these 21 laws. We've talked about five of them so far. We have time for about two more before the end of the show. Let's talk about time ownership. People don't seem to manage their time real well. Are we talking about time management? Are we talking about harnessing in its most productive state? What exactly are we talking about time ownership?
2: So when we talk about time ownership, time ownership is the level above time management. It's not just about managing your time, but it's about really taking ownership of your time. And what I learned from all these wonderful individuals that I had the opportunity to interview and really be mentored by was that they took ownership of their time. It wasn't just day-to-day managing their time, but their whole premise of their business and the way they lived their life, it was about owning their time. They had such a sense of um, responsibility of how important time was. And I really got a unique perspective about how Uh, important time was, you know, one individual, he taught me and he said, Will, you know, he was talking about his life. He says, Will, I have maybe about 20 more Christmases, not 20 more years, but 20 more Christmases. So I have to ask myself, how do I want to invest each of these 20 Christmases? And so he didn't waste Anytime he said, you know, I'm going to ensure that each one of these 20 Christmases is a magical moment that we do something spectacular because I only have 20 of them left. And that really opened my eyes. And so when you start really thinking, you know, we just think we have 20 more years, but no, we have, you know, 30 more Thanksgivings. 30 more birthdays, and so how are you going to take ownership of your time and really create some spectacular moments for you and your family and those you love? Yeah,
1: and you know, it's so interesting that you bring it up in exactly that way because I actually thought of that fairly recently. My my parents are retired. I still consider them to be fairly young. In fact, my definition of old always shifts with how old my parents are. Anyone who's older than them is old, anyone who's younger than them is not. It shifts every year. I guess because I want my parents to stay young forever. But I think about this. I may have 15 or 20 more Christmases with my family, and thats it it, it sounds a little morbid. But, boy, I'll tell you what, it really teaches you to value the time you have even more. So I appreciate that you shared that. Anything else about time ownership you want to mention before we move on?
2: Yeah, and so when you're talking about creating wealth, wealth for me, and from what I understand from everyone who's taught me, the more wealth you have, the more opportunities that you have. And so for a lot of them, that's what wealth creation was about. It was about being able to maximize their time and how they wanted to use their time. And a lot of people, you know, look at wealth creation in a negative way, but these individuals taught me that it really is about time ownership and how they wanted to invest their time. And by them creating this wealth through their service, through their business, it allowed them to create wonderful opportunities with their families because they harness their time ownership.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'll tell you what, when you say yes to opportunities, the other laws you talk about is risk and reward. Uh, How do you examine or create opportunities? How do you weigh risk versus reward? How do you know what to say yes to and what you not say yes to?
2: So, one of the individuals that mentored me, he opened me up to the concept of creating and writing down this list of things that I wanted to accomplish in my life. And I called it the 101 goals list. And so, I have a list of 101 things that I want to accomplish, that I want to acquire. Um, the list has things that I want to buy places I want to travel, things that I want to do as it relates to philanthropy, how much money I want to give away. And so this list is really the snapshot of what I want to do with my life. And so when opportunities come to me, I always evaluate against this list. I say, is this moving me closer to accomplishing the things on this list or will it distract me from this list? And so there's a lot of people doing a lot of great things out there. They have a lot of wonderful ideas. And one of the things that I've learned, um, the more successful you become, the more radar, um, the more higher on the radar you become. And so uh, individuals begin to seek you out more and, and you know they want you to be a part of what they're doing. And so I had to become very disciplined to my list of 101 goals And that's how I now evaluate everything I say yes to and everything I say no to. Is it going to help me reach my goals or is it really going to distract me from my goals?
1: I love that you have a master list like that, because I'll tell you what, that I bet has saved you from saying yes to something that you probably should not have. Does that sound accurate?
2: Oh, it it really does. Because one of my, you know, natural tendencies, Brian, is to be a giver. And I hate to say no to anyone. And like I said, it's not that the ideas aren't good. The ideas are just not right for me. And anyone who's listening to me, you have to ask yourself, it's not about Is it a good idea or a bad idea? The question is, is it a right idea? And what happens is we find we have so much on our plate and you have to stop and say, wait a minute, I have all this on my plate. How did it get on my plate? And many times uh, I know the people who are listening, they're probably givers. Most entrepreneurs and business owners are. They just want to serve so much. But you have to ask yourself, okay, this is on my plate. How did it get on my plate? And is it going to benefit me reaching my overall goals?
1: Absolutely. Okay. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, so I have really only two, I think two more questions left. You've mentioned that you've interviewed millionaires and billionaires. Can we drop a name or two and tell us maybe what they've specifically taught you in your journey?
2: So, I mean, the list goes on and on, but a few that your audience may know is uh, Les Brown. I've, I've had the opportunity to invest some time with Les Brown over the years and being in the speaking industry and being in uh, consulting and writing books. The lessons that he's taught me have just been invaluable. But one of the things that he taught me early on was to own my message is to really own my message and create that phenomenal story that will touch people, impact people, and inspire people. And I learned that from him. Uh, Another individual was uh, Dr. Dolph DeRose, who was also a part of the Rich Dad series. He wrote all the real estate books For the Rich Dad series. And Dolph has just been instrumental in terms of where I got the concept mind mastery. If you know Dr. Dolph DeRose um, and remember when he was working with uh, Robert Kiyosaki, he was the individual that had never had a job before. He had went to school, engineering school, got the doctorate and has never had a conventional job in his life. That takes mind mastery. He disciplined himself not to have a job. He never wanted a job. So he's never had a conventional job. Um, Another uh, great guy, uh, Mike Crow. Mike Crow is a phenomenal entrepreneur and business person Mike taught me uh, to put family first and you you don't have to compromise your family to have success um, uh, another powerhouse that uh, I work with now and get mentored by in the a, in a strategic partnership is a young lady by the name of Rochelle Shaw she was the first African American uh, female to own um, uh, uh, electricity company and a communications company and she's just Phenomenal. Um, Larry Winget has taught me so much and about owning your your uh, your message and about uh, setting boundaries in your business. So, uh, Sally Gott is another one I've met and been mentored by. So, so many men that have just helped me out.
1: Yeah, that's really wonderful. Let me ask you the question that I ask everybody toward the end of every show, and you know, I've asked you this before. We've got three minutes left. Dr. Will Moreland, who inspires and motivates you?
2: You know, it has to go back, and I always say this. My grandmother was a great uh, encourager and a great inspiration, and I gain so much now, Brian, by my family, my wife, my son, and my daughter. They, they're they really the motivation and the inspiration that allows me to get up every morning um, and, and do what I do and, and do what I love. And so those are the individuals that inspire me.
1: That's fantastic. Tell
2: us one more time,
1: how can we find your book, get your book, join your tribe, and connect with you?
2: I would love for all your callers to uh, reach out to drwillspeaks.com. You also can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Will you can find me on YouTube at Dr. Will Speaks. You can find me on Instagram at Dr. Will and my website, www.drwillspeaks.com. Dr. dot com. So if you just Google Dr. Will speaks, you'll find me, please connect with me. Let me hear about your journey to success. And I love interacting with everyone that reaches out to me.
1: That's fantastic. I do thank you so much, Dr. Will Moreland for coming back to the show and talking about your book, The Copycat Millionaire, The 21 Laws of Becoming a Millionaire. Fantastic stuff, my friend.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Brian. And keep being genius yourself, sir.
1: All right. Thank you so much. And we are going to close out the show here very shortly. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can also find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook fan page, a business page, Success Profiles Radio. Please feel free to give me a like. Send me a message. Say you heard the show today. I would love to interact with you. And once again, I have a coaching program coming out real soon where I will help people Write their first book, and we will put it all together, and we will talk about how to get it out in the marketplace and monetize that and add value to the marketplace for your customers. Uh, fantastic. We will be back every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. This is Success Profiles Radio, where I interview the most successful people in the world. I had some really great shows. Go to successprofilesradio.com. You can listen to archives of any of the shows that I've done, including the last time Dr. Will and I got together last year. And you can also subscribe and download to my show, Success Profiles Radio, on iTunes. Do it for free. Leave a comment. I would love to have a review. It really does help uh, build the rankings for the show on iTunes. So please come back next week, Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, Success Profiles Radio, where we will interview another fantastic and amazing guest. Stay genius, as my friend Dr. Will says, and we will see you next Monday. Take care, everyone. Have an amazing week.